All right. Good evening. It's Joycelyn Wells. I'm the author of The Virtues of Joy and More Virtues of Joy. And tonight I'm hosting a bedtime story. So um, this is my first time really doing something like this. I think in a couple of years I tried it. So I'm going to read from, um, I'm reading from uh, More Virtues of Joy. It's the second book and the virtue is called Tact, T-A-C-T, The Virtue of Tact keen sense of what to do or say in order to maintain good relations with others to avoid offense. Now, if you've tuned into this, this is adult storytelling. So um, just kind of hold on. <laughs> if it's too much, you can exit. That'll be fine. All right. So years ago, just hanging out because that's what I do especially in the past 12 to 13 years, I've kind of come and gone as pleased. That's what I enjoy, meeting new people, good conversation, dancing, and yummy cocktails. Anyway, some friends were having some drinks. I received a late night text from Danae to swing through. I was in motion through the city, so why not? I don't usually have a problem making plans on the fly or swinging through, so I visualized the map in my head to check to see if it made sense. I knew that I didn't want to be too far away from my final destination of the evening, especially if I would be consuming too many cocktails. My mental map presented an efficient route. I turned right instead of left at the light and sent a text on the way, need anything. Text reply, ice. Text, got it. I laid my cell on my thigh and started looking for an open store as I drove. The ride was uneventful, which I suppose was a good thing. I thought about the people who may be at Danae's. No worries for me because she has been an awesome, she has been an awesome friend ever since I've met her. So I'm sure her friends are fine. So I'll be fine. I especially like that she's making a point to invite me, knowing that I'm once again new to the city. I pulled into a 24-hour gas station to freshen up and grab a bag of ice. In the bathroom, I used some dry paper towels to pat the oil from my face, proceeded to wash it with water from the sink, and then repeated the patting motion to dry. I pulled my hair back behind my ears. It was a sweaty mess from dancing all night. I reapplied my lip gloss and thought, this will have to do. I mean, it's late as hell. Who cares? And if everyone is tipsy, no one will notice what I look like. I've been partying all night. Before I left the bathroom, I adjusted my breast and my blouse, looked at my side profile, and blew myself a kiss. Upon, upon entering the store, I grabbed a bag of ice, paid at the counter, and left. Now I'm on my way to Danae's. As I'm going into Danae's, Kendall and her date are leaving. I was surprised to see her because at this time, Kendall and I aren't besties yet. I mean, we would meet and hang out and even check on each other's location to link up. But we never really crossed paths like this. We hugged and chatted a bit. Hey, girl, what's up? Are you leaving? I was planning to call you later. Kendall said, yeah, we're headed out. I just said, oh, okay, is it over? I mean, I asked, oh, okay, is it over? I mean, she had a guy with her, so no interference for me. She was very flat in her tone, like, nah, we're just going to leave. I didn't know what that was about, so I just said, all right, then. I'm going to go have a couple of drinks. Kendall asked, you good? Me. Yeah, I'm good. I've been, I started explaining myself, but I stopped. I made a mental note to stop doing that. Kendall said, oh, okay, we'll have fun. I said, mm-hmm, okay, I hope to. They left and I went inside. 
Now keep in mind, as I've said before, I've never denied being an airhead. I usually process information as it applies directly to me. Believe it or not, it saves me from dealing with loads of bullshit and keeps me sane. Okay, so now I'm inside. The lights are mellow. Music is streaming from someplace, but I don't see or hear anyone. I remember slipping my heels off in the foyer before walking further into the house. I started humming along with Mary J and decided to fix me a cocktail after I put the ice in the freezer. When I walked into the great room, the TV was on but muted. The music was coming from a speaker placed on the ledge, and as I looked to the right, there was a gentleman that I've never met standing in the kitchen. So I said, hi, how are you? Him, I'm good, you? I placed my purse on the counter and retrieved the dollar bill. Can I have a shot of what kind of tequila do you have? He replied, huh? A smile crossed his face and he started looking at the counter. Before he could say anything, I noticed a bottle of Patron and said, I'll have a shot of Patron. He started laughing and stepped back from the counter. I was looking like, what the fuck is up with this clown? Oh, thank you, Travis. I was looking like, what the fuck is up with this clown? So I slipped my dollar in my back pocket and proceeded to walk around the counter into the kitchen to pour a shot of tequila. I reminded myself to tell Danae that this bartender is crap. Well, as I fixed my shot, he watched me. I tried my luck again. I asked. Hey, where's Danae? He tilted his head toward the sliding glass door to indicate that she was outside on the deck. My eyes shifted to the deck to scan the outside. I saw movement. Just because this shit was weird already, I shot my shot, then went back to pour another. I smiled at the bartender poser and went outside. As soon as I approached the door, I saw Danae talking and laughing with someone. She turned her head towards me and smiled. I slid the door open, holding my shot glass in one hand and waving hello with the other. She walked over to me with her arms open wide. Me. Hey, girl. Danae. Hey, I'm so glad you came. Me. Me, too. Thank you for thinking of me. Danae, let's take a shot. Me. I already had one. This is two. I held up my shot glass. Damn, then let me get one, Danae said. As we were walking back inside, I asked her, what's up with this bartender? Danae was like, what bartender? I was like, the man here at the bar, he isn't a bartender? Then they looked around and burst out laughing. Girl, that's my drunk-ass neighbor. He won't go home. <laughs> I joined her in the laughter, and once we settled down, we walked up to the bar to pour Danae's shot. We continued to chat about randomness. She told me that she'd been thinking of me and wanted to include me in tonight's shindig. I was grateful. After we shared a shot, I poured a glass of wine, and we went back out to the deck. She introduced me to some of her friends, a couple of them I knew from other events. I commandeered a lounge chair and began to engage in the flow of conversation. The music was good. The energy flowed. Absolutely amazing evening. Wait, what? I try not to turn my head to the right, but I swear I just saw someone getting undressed over there. Well, not just undressed, but almost like a striptease. She was dancing and removing her blouse at the same time. Her suitor was sitting on a bar stool with his legs parted, you know, giving her a place to gyrate and allowing him the optimum view. Okay, now I had to look again, but I didn't want to be too obvious, right? So I was trying to concentrate on whatever it was that Danae was saying, but damn, I wanted to turn my head. Well, a gentleman to whom I was introduced earlier approached Danae as she was talking. He leaned over and smothered her words with his mouth. Well, son of a gun. I instinctively turned my head to the right to avoid looking directly at them. And lo and behold, the beautiful dancer was totally naked now. Her suitor was watching her intently and rubbing his Johnson. He looked at her like everything he ever needed in life was right before him. 
Damn, I love to watch men watch women. I began to have an internal discussion because there was some freaky deaky shit happening. Should I leave? Do they want me to leave? Why would she invite me if everyone was coupled up? I was spending way too much time looking at my wine glass, trying to find a solution to my dilemma and not to mention avoiding all the interesting events around me. I was jarred out of my internal discussion when I felt a hand lightly brush my left breast as it moved up my chest and neck to my chin to turn my head to the left. I swallowed and lifted my eyes to meet the owner of the hand. What the fuck? I tried to sound composed when I said yes. However, the eye exchange was brief because once again, he began kissing Danae, her neck, her face, and her beautiful full lips. He was trying to get my attention to watch them. So I watched a few seconds, I guess, until the sounds of love from the other couple superseded the look of passion. I closed my eyes and took a deep breath. I wanted to see the love sounds. I'm a sucker for love sounds. Before I searched for the love sounds, I was trying to figure my place in all of this. Danae didn't mention any of this when we talked a few moments ago. Is this why Kendall left? Focus, Joy, focus. I am aware that these events happened, though at this point, I had not been invited nor asked to participate. Well, I asked myself, is tonight the night? In this moment, I noticed my chair being moved, not lifted, but pulled. I opened my eyes to see the kisser pulling my chair closer to him and Danae, maybe to make access to his possessions easier. I'm not sure why I raised my feet to make the transition easier. But anyway, when my chair was in place, almost adjacent to Danae's, I had the perfect vantage of the source of the love sounds. Oh yes, sexy, sexy. One of the other couples were on the settee loving on each other. Holy shit, I was caught up in their moment for just a moment because the kisser came my way. Uh-oh, what's my response supposed to be? I sat there for a minute and endured the onslaught of kisses. Jeez, they all felt so good, but I couldn't get my mind to submit to the, mo to the moment. The kisser moved back and forth between me and Danae, nibbling, kissing, and licking every piece of skin available. I reached out to grab Danae's hand to get her attention. She looked at me with her eyes low, enjoying the pleasure of our male companion. Danae said, yes. I, I said, what if I'm not ready? Danae replied, then you aren't ready. You'll know when it's time. She's always so even, no judgment. And that is how she became a trusted friend of mine. I knew from that moment she would never put me in a fucked up situation. I took a deep breath and settled into the moment. I managed to enjoy the kisses. <clears throat> I managed to enjoy the kisses even when they turned into bites on my thighs through my jeans. I sipped my wine and even slid down into my seat to allow access to the crotch of my pants. It was a wonderful moment. I made sure to keep my eyes closed to avoid being distracted by everyone else. And then I heard Danae say, let's go upstairs. I opened my eyes like, upstairs? What the fuck? <laughs> I felt my breathing increase. Did I want to go upstairs? Well, the kisser helped Danae from her seat and then reached for me. Reluctantly, I stood and began to follow. I swear it seemed like the journey from the deck through the house up the stairs lasted forever. I tried to stop in the kitchen to pour a shot, but I believe the kisser knew that I may change my mind about going upstairs. He whispered, let me get it for you. We made it upstairs. Danae's bedroom was beautiful, candle, candlelight everywhere, and the music streamed into this room too. I continued to breathe. I was having a hard time trying to convince my mind that my body was ready. My feet gripped the carpet. I was probably trying to hold on, you know, keep myself grounded. 
The kisser entered the room. I could feel the pressure of his body against mine. His hardness was pressed against my lower back, right at the rise of my ass, my eyes closed in response. I opened my eyes to see Danae laying across the bed. She was so beautiful, that chocolate skin against that gold duvet. I knew that I was turned on in the moment, but for the life of me, I couldn't remove the fear and doubt. I didn't move. I set my shot and waited for either my mind or body to take the lead. The kisser buried his head in my hair and moved his mouth until it met my neck. His arms enveloped me and caressed my breast. I melted into the sensation. Fuck, I really wanted this to happen. He wanted to move me, but I didn't budge. The love sounds and the TV mix with the streaming music, music wasn't even enough to drown my thoughts. The kisser released me from his captive and walked over to the bed to join Danae. I watched him as he began to undress her. That should have been me. I watched as her long legs were unveiled one at a time. I watched as the kisser kneeled to begin the ritual of loving her from the inside out with his mouth. Now the only sounds I could hear were the sounds of love escaping Danae's mouth. This continued until Danae's body erupted in orgasm. She poured and he drank from her. I could feel my own body responding to the pleasure. My kegel muscles were squeezing involuntarily. My mouth was dry one minute and over, overflowed with saliva the next. My skin heated up as the blood flowed. Well, after Danae recovered, the position began to change. She worked to remove his prize from his pants. I had to see it. Maybe if he had a beautiful dick, I'd give in to this occasion. I watched and waited. As she revealed the prize, a soft moan escaped my lips. They both turned to look at me. Danae enclosed her lips over his, over his erection. His eyes closed and every inch of him disappeared. Then slowly, inch by inch, it came back into view. Their bodies shifted to make room for me. There was a space for me. He laid on the bed. She settled in between his legs to continue pleasing him with her mouth. His face was open for my pussy. His tongue was waiting for me. He sat up on his elbows and grabbed my eyes with his. He held me captive. I watched him as he licked his lips and surrendered his eyes to pleasure of Danae. Eventually, the kisser raised his finger, pointed it at me, then his hand turned to face him as he motioned for me to join. I exhaled and my fingers found the buttons on my pants. Pants unbuttoned, zipper unzipped. As I took a step, the couple from downstairs entered the room and joined them on the bed. The kisser desperately tried to keep my eyes on his. He didn't move. He waited for me. My eyes dropped to the floor to allow my mind to pro process the new algorithm of body parts, positions, and possibilities. It couldn't. I looked once more before uncertainty took over. Then I turned to get the fuck out of there. Once downstairs, I ran past a drunk bartender poser asleep on the couch. I grabbed my person's shoes. I walked to my car barefoot, oblivious to the feel of the concrete against my skin. I opened the door, placed my person's shoes on the passenger seat, zipped and buttoned my pants. I felt like I was moving in slow motion, but that wasn't possible because my adrenaline was on go. But on the flip side, I desperately wanted my moment back. Once I got into the car, I was on auto autopilot. I had to get home to something familiar. I replayed the moments in my mind and all of that was sexy as fuck. I rode in silence, no music. When I was about five minutes from home, my phone rang. Hello, he said, Trackstar, where are you? Trackstar, what the fuck? Is that me? I replied, this is Joy. Who is this? Him. This is Jeff from Danae's. Me. Oh, hi. What's up? Him. 
You good? You left so fast like a track star, he laughed. Me, I'm good. I laughed a little in response. Him, where are you? Will you come back? Me, no, I'm almost home. I'm in for the night. Him, can I come to where you are? No. Him, all right, I'm sorry that tonight didn't work out. And I replied, me too. Please tell Danae that I said goodnight. Him, okay, I'll catch you next time, track star. I laughed to myself and a little out loud. Yeah, catch me if you can. Okay, that's the end of tact. <laughs> Let me see what kind of comments you guys got on here. Oh, I just see I, several people have joined to listen in. Thank you guys so much for joining and listening. So that's the end of The Virtue of Tact. That's from my second book, More Virtues of Joy. I can never get the camera right. So this is More Virtues of Joy. And uh, I figured since this was my first time doing this, I would start off easy before I just dive right in there for Facebook Live. <laughs> So anyway, thank you guys for joining me. My name is Joycelyn Wells, and I'm the author of The Virtues of Joy, More Virtues of Joy, and that was my reading of The Virtue of Tact out of the second book. I'm almost finished with the third one, which is More Virtues of Joy. It'll be three. And um, if you're interested in reading anymore, you can, or purchasing the books, go to my website or Amazon, Barnes & Nobles, wherever you shop. They are, should be available for you um, online only because I do have uh, I make it a point not to have them in uh <laughs> you had to get your earphones, Mina. <laughs> it wasn't so bad. It was bad enough, but it wasn't, yeah, earphones would have been good. So you can also download it tomorrow on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play. Just give me some time to upload it. And uh, of course, it'll replay on Facebook. So you guys have an awesome evening. Thank you so much for joining me. Mwah. I appreciate you. Bye.